Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Thank you for what you are doing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We welcome your presence here tonight, Father. We ask that you would come and take control over this place completely. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We declare that no one will leave this place the same. We see your miracles here tonight. We see breakthroughs in every area of life tonight. We see your touch here tonight. We see your miracle power here tonight. And we thank you, Lord. What a healing Jesus I found. What a healing Jesus to restore, refresh, and renew. What a healing Jesus. What a healing Jesus. For such a time. For such a time. I to strengthen us tonight we ask your power to be here tonight we pray for breakthrough in every aspect and every area of life in the name of Jesus come on in all the earth including right here in Palermo
You may be seated. Hallelujah. I thank God for another opportunity to be at a Miracle Wave convention. I believe that these three days will be memorable in your Christian life. I said there will be memorable days in your Christian life. I want you to be very alive and very alert. Uh, I'm going to be teaching and um, as well as ministering, not only to the sick. I'm going to be praying for the sick, but not only to the sick, but every area and aspect of life is going to be dealt with tonight by the power of God. After tonight, when the devil sees you, he will salute. I said the devil will salute you after tonight. When the witches and wizards in your area see you after tonight, if they look at you in your eyes, they will vanish. I said they will vanish. They can't stay there anymore. Because God is going to do great things in your life. Every sickness that came here will not go back. I said every sickness that came here will not go back. Because God is in this place. I said God is in this place. I want to uh, also ask everybody to um, be patient with the Holy Spirit, with God. And um, be relaxed because we are not in a hurry. Amen. Amen. During our normal services, we stick to time, an hour, two hours, one and a half hours, and so on. But during such times, we must give allowance for the Lord to finish whatever he has to do for the night. It's not always that we may stay for a long time. We may stay, we may not we may close very early. Depends on what the Lord is doing. Jesus said, whatever I see my father do, that is what I do. If the father is not doing, he never did. That is why one day, in John chapter 5, he went to a place, there were a lot of sick people. He healed only one person. And after that, he ran away from the place. And then later on, he saw the man who, who was healed in the temple. And he saw the man, he said, be careful so that a worse thing does not happen to you again. Hallelujah. Amen. When the people questioned him, why did he heal that man on the Sabbath day? He said, whatsoever, the Bible said, verily, verily, Jesus said unto them, whatsoever I see my father do, that is what I do. And that night he saw his father healing a particular man. And that was the particular man he also went out for to minister to. Amen. That is the great explanation for sometimes you see somebody is blessed, another person doesn't seem to be blessed. Somebody is healed, somebody doesn't seem to be healed. Somebody has a breakthrough, another person doesn't have a breakthrough. Jesus said, whatsoever I see my father do, that is what I do. He said, my father works and hitherto I also work. Whatever I see my father working, I also go and work there. Amen. Are you here tonight? Yes, sir. 
great things are happening here. Oh, I said great things are happening here. I want you to receive your miracle wherever you are tonight. Because God is here to bless. We cannot gather in vain. I said we cannot gather in vain. We cannot gather in vain. God has to meet us at the point of our need. No barren woman will go out of this place barren after tonight. Naaman the Syrian was told to go and dip in the river seven times. It was important that he dip in the river seven times. And that is why we are here for three days. It is important that you go in the first day and go in for the second day and go in for the third day. By the end of three days, there will be no more problem in your life. I said after three days, when they are looking for champions, they will find you. Oh, I said when they are looking for champions, they will find you. When they are looking for the first in Ghana, the first in the world, they will find you. Because God is doing something in your life. Give the Lord a big clap offering. Hallelujah. Now, turn with me to John chapter 14. The subject of my message tonight is conviction for breakthrough conviction for breakthrough every night i'll be preaching on something relating to breakthrough in life breakthrough means you know when you break through when there is difficulty in an area and you have a release you have an answer you have a solution you have a way where there is no way crooked paths are made straight mountains and hills are leveled and the Lord makes a way where there is no way. Amen. Now, before I actually enter into the subject of conviction for breakthrough, and I want you to listen carefully because God has anointed me to teach and to heal. But before I pray for you, and before God begins to work many breakthrough miracles in your life, you have to receive the word of God. And I am going to teach the word of God because I believe that that is what brings a lasting effect in your life. You see, sometimes God can do a miracle and then a week later the miracle is gone. But it is the word that will sustain you and keep you on that road to breakthroughs without sweat. Amen. So I want you to listen carefully because I'm going to be teaching some very important things about the Holy Spirit which you need to know. John chapter 14, verse 16. Are you there? It says, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter. Amen. Are you there? And everybody say, another comforter. Another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Praise the Lord. Everybody say another. Say another one has come. Say the first one came and another one has come. 
Say, the first one came, but another one has come. Say, the first healer came, another healer has come. The first deliverer came, another deliverer has come. He said, I will give you another comforter. That means that there was a first comforter, and another comforter is coming. I said, another comforter is coming here tonight. To make your life comfortable. Hallelujah. Many people have tried to understand what is the Holy Spirit and what is the Holy Ghost. But tonight, I just want you to simplify things in your life. The Holy Ghost is another Jesus. You see, Jesus is God. He was God with us. Emmanuel was his name. God with us. They asked him, are you God? He said, you say I am. He was the son of God and he was also God. And when he was going, he had been on earth. He walked where I walk. He felt what I feel. He was tempted just like we are tempted. He experienced what we experienced. And he knew that there was no way that human beings can stay on this earth without some divine help and divine breakthrough. I said he knew it. I said he knew it. The way the system is, unless you have some divine help assisting you, you, Jesus knew that it was not going to be well with man. And so after he had been around for three years, and he knew that his time was come to leave, he said, I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. That means that he was the first comforter, or he was a comforter, and he's going to send another comforter. It's like if you have a security man or a policeman, and the policeman says he's going, all right? And he says, I will send you, don't worry, I'll send you another policeman. He said, okay, don't worry, I'll send you another security man. Hallelujah. Or say, I'll give you another child. You have a first child, I'll give you another child. That means that what you have is the same thing that he's giving you another one off. How many can understand what I... Give the Holy Ghost a big hand clap. Hallelujah. Listen to me. There is no way. One of the mistakes that many men of God make, especially when they are raised up to very great heights, is they think that they are the only ministry that is working in town. They think that they are the latest only one that has come and that shall be and shall ever be. Every great person has an expiry date. Hallelujah. Your expiry date by all means will come. Now, what you must understand is that when a person is working, the Lord is moving in America. The Lord is moving in Ghana. The Lord is moving all over. Jesus knew, and he didn't even try to come to Ghana when he was on earth. He didn't try to come to Nigeria. He didn't try to go to South Africa. He never tried to swim to America. He knew that it wasn't worth it because if he starts going, he will never finish going. He will have to be on earth forever and forever and ever. And he knew that he, there was no way that he could accomplish what he needed to accomplish 
And so he just for three years, he never bought a bicycle, not a car, nothing. He just operated in some area, allowed the people to rise up and put him to death and shed his blood and then redeemed, paid the price for all mankind. And he, when he was going, he said, look, you know what? Don't worry at all. Don't cry. Don't be sad. You have seen me walking with you, healing you, you know, doing things. Don't be sad at all. I'm going to send you another wild person just like me. I say another wild person just like me. I say another wild person just like me. Who is going to come to be with you? And he said he will be with yours. That's why I mean, I'm just here for three years. But he, he will be with you always. Hallelujah! Holy Spirit, I worship you and I thank you and I welcome you to this room. Because Jesus was so powerful. When you read 1 John chapter 1, verse 1, don't bother to open it when you go home. He said, John was writing something. He said, that which was from the beginning. That which we have seen. That which our eyes have looked upon. That which we have heard. And that which our hands have handled. Even the word of life. He was talking about Jesus. He said that that which was from the beginning. Which he joined. The divine has had the privilege that which he has had. He was there to hear the man or God through Christ live. That which we saw, we saw him. And then we handled the word. We handled him physically. We saw him with our eyes. You see, when he saw he saw, you may have thought. You mean spiritual. I said, that which our eyes have looked upon, that which we have heard, he was talking about Jesus. He said that that is what I'm writing to you about. We were not there. We, never, we can never write what John wrote, that that which we have seen and we have heard, we can't write it. Even if I write to you, I can't say that in the way that John said it. But, God has not given those of us who came after a worse deal. Our own is as good as their own. Because we also have exactly the same thing. Another comforter whom we can hear. And whom we can see. And whom we can handle. I said we can handle. Today, as I am talking here, there is somebody moving around. Somebody called the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. He has the ability to be here and the ability to be at Mataheko and the ability to be in Kumasi and the ability to be in Senegal and the ability to be in South Africa and the ability to be in Tamale and the ability to be in Switzerland, and the ability to be in Liberia, and the ability to be in America, and the ability to be everywhere at the same time. 
I, another comforter is here. I said another comforter is here. From tonight, I see the struggles in your life disappearing. Oh, I said I see the struggles disappearing from your life. Because the comforter is here to touch your life. I see the spell of devils being broken in your life tonight. You will no longer go out of this place with that enchantment over your life. Hallelujah. He said, I will give you another comforter. Somebody you can also talk to. And somebody you can also hear. Somebody you can also see. Somebody you can also feel. The Holy Ghost. I'm telling you something that is real. I have been a Christian for some years. And I know that there is somebody with me. Who talks to me. Who even as I stood here. Today. This evening. When I stood here. I could actually virtually hear him lead me. You know virtually just lead me. Amen. 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 As I stood here just now, I could virtually feel the Holy Ghost just lead me. Just take my hand and then move with me very forcefully. Another comforter is here. I said, Another person just like Jesus Christ is right here tonight. There is no sickness that can stand before him. I said, There is no sickness in your body that will go home with you today. Oh, I said, there is no sickness in your body that will go home today with you. There is no wickedness of the enemy that will survive in your life after tonight. I said, after tonight, no weapon of the enemy can prevail in your body. Because another greater power is here. Say, power past power. There is power and there is power. We are talking about power that passes all power tonight. Amen. Amen. And he says, I will, give, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. That means that you are supposed to see him. Neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit is somebody you can actually hear. I've heard the Holy Spirit talking to me audibly in my ear, open like a human being. I've heard it before. I've heard the Holy Spirit speak to me in my heart where I knew, I just knew what to do. I've heard the Holy Spirit speak to me in my mind where certain thoughts came into my mind in a certain way that I knew it was not a normal thought. It just entered. One time there was somebody who was telling me some lies and I was lying in my bed early in the morning and the Holy Spirit told me, this man is a liar. I will show you five times that he has lied to you. And suddenly the Holy Spirit brought things to that had happened five years 
before to my mind. One, two, three, four. It was so, and I jumped out of the bed. Normally, I don't wake up like I, I don't wake up very suddenly, but I just jump out of the bed. I said, "Wow!" The comforter is a real person. That is why you can experience him in your life tonight. I said you can experience him in your life tonight. There are people who watch others and say, "Ah, these are the emotional ones. But tonight is your night to experience the comfort of the Holy Ghost. You can feel him. That's why people fall under the power. They don't understand. I've had people tell me, I don't know what happened to me. I said, I came there and I said, I would never fall. I mean, this is me, I've come. Nothing can happen to me. Then before he realized, he was getting up on the floor. Before he realized, he was getting up again. One time I was praying for somebody, I said, you don't believe it. Either it's real or it's not real. And I prayed for him about five times. He fell down about five times, but I said, if it's real, it's real. If it's not real, it's not real. We are not forcing anything here. Nobody is here to play games. Amen. I say he's real here tonight. I say he's real tonight. That is why when people are being healed, often they'll say, I felt some kind of a heat passing through me. Sometimes they feel like a cold shiver. Sometimes they just feel well. Sometimes they don't even feel anything per se. But just, they, just, they just feel that they are healed. They don't even, some people don't even know why they are healed, but they just know that they are healed. And you know what? I have come to, because I'm a doctor, at first it was difficult for me to believe some of these things. But with time, I've come to see that they are more real than the doctor's knife. I said they are more real than the doctor's knife. God can heal you today. And it, 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 will look, it will look very funny. You know, God was telling me there are people who are going to be healed in this miracle wave and they will be surprised. I see God healing incurable diseases. Oh, you people, are you here? I said I see God healing incurable diseases in this place. That's why some people maybe have a pain and then as they are prayed for and then the Holy Ghost begins to rub that joint. The pain gets worse. Because when the doctor is rubbing your joint, which is sore, are you understanding what I'm saying? The pain gets worse. Only to get better. I've had many testimonies like that. Are you listening to me tonight? So I am announcing to you that there is a real person. If I see him as a person, if you like, imagine him as a human being who is just with us here, just moving. As I'm talking, it's also here. Charlie's wild. I said, wild, though. He's actually here. He's just around. If we can connect to him, things will happen to our lives. Things that were not possible will become possible in your life. I see businesses turn around from tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not have lack and poverty and owing of people anymore. Because he will just touch your pocket like that. He will just touch your pocket. He will just touch your pocket. And you will not owe anybody again from today. 
I said he will touch you, he will touch your pocket, and that's it. You will never owe again from now till you die. No, you never owe. People will rather owe you, and you will be dashing them. He is here. I said he is here. Jesus said, I will send you another comfort. What I've been doing, this, raising the dead, this, this. That is why people have done all the things that Jesus did. Because the same Jesus is here, still here, but in the form of the Holy Ghost. And exactly the same thing that Jesus did. Raising the dead, healing the sick, casting out devils, ministering the word, teaching. Teachers, they are power. Jesus was a powerful teacher. But nobody taught like Jesus taught. But when he came and since he's gone, there are teachers. Teachers upon teachers upon teachers have come. Because that same Jesus is here inside people upon people anointing people he's right here he's doing the same thing the same person another comforter i was the first comforter this second comforter is coming and because of that comforter your life can never be you know god told me something he told me that he's changing my ministry i've been teaching the word of god and i've been preaching and people have been set free and people have been hearing but God tells me and told me that he's giving me another anointing that is going to bring breakthrough supernaturally. You see, like as I'm talking now, people will receive financial breakthroughs. Like I'm speaking now, people will receive their deliverance and their healing, wherever they are. People will come back with testimonies of great things that God has done for them. And breakthroughs will occur. And God will deliver people from spells and from enchantments and from occult power and wickedness of the enemy as I'm ministering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But tonight, I believe God is going to do great things. But the Lord wants us to study something. When the Holy Ghost comes, there is one thing that he often does and tonight i want you to get your bible ready and let us go through certain important things that this other comforter does turn just the next page to john chapter 16. john chapter 16 and let's read from verse 7. All right. Are you there? It says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you amen. amen the reason for that is god knows protocol there cannot be two heads in one ship there cannot be two captains in one ship two people cannot be doing the same thing and then people will be wondering who is who no it has to be clear so while jesus was there the holy ghost was there. even john the baptist when jesus came on the scene john the baptist just cleared off so that jesus could do his ministry and be clearly the lord of lords and the king of kings and when Jesus, the Holy Ghost was ready to come, the Holy Ghost had to wait for Jesus to go. And until Jesus moved off, the Holy Ghost was not going to enter and do anything of the sort. Amen. Amen. And all 
people who are in leadership must understand that God understands these principles. Amen. And works through them. Verse 8. It says, but when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of the world is judged. Now let's look at verse 8. It says, when he is come, when he comes, this comforter I'm talking about, he, one of the first things he will do is he will reprove or convict the world of sin. Amen. Of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Now, I want to tell you today that one of the first things that the Holy Ghost does is to convict you of sin. And tonight, I am sharing with you conviction for breakthrough. Now, you need to be convicted of sin. The Bible says the adulterous woman, she eats and she wipes her mouth and she says, I've not done anything wrong. There are many people like that who do wrong things and cannot see that they are doing anything wrong. No matter how long you talk to them for, they never admit what they have done. They never say they are wrong. They never say sorry. They never admit clearly, I am wrong. There are some people all over the world, that is how they behave. And that is something that takes you to distraction. Now, the Bible tells us that God will send the Holy Ghost and the first thing is that He will reprove or convict the world of its sin. Now, listen to me today. Tonight, God is convicting you of your sin so that you can have your breakthrough. Why am I saying that? Because sin is the root of all wickedness in the world. Before there was any problem, there was, before there was any of these problems, sin came. It was sin that opened the door for all the evil that we have in the world. Sin is the root of so many things. Number one, sin is the root of sickness. That is why throughout the Bible, like the story I was telling you in John chapter 5, when Jesus healed that man who had been there for 38 years, he healed him because he saw the father healing the, the person. He went up to the, the man and he, he met him in the temple and said, listen, go and sin no more so that a worse thing will not happen to you. That means that that sickness that was happening to that man was happening to him because of sin. And you must be aware. So that is why the Holy Ghost comes to convict you of sin. Because the only way you can escape the wages of sin. You see the wages of sin is trouble. The wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is poverty. The wages of sin is death. The only way you can escape the payday of sin is by repentance and coming under the blood of Jesus. Otherwise you are destined for the troubles that sin brings. Before any disease any sickness any sickle cell disease asthma diabetes hypertension madness depression uh, ulcer cancer lung disease tuberculosis heart disease whatever hypertension whatever it is before it entered sin look have you forgotten when you read james chapter 5 when the bible says anyone sick among you let him come for the other church let him anoint him with all and pray over him and the prayer of faith shall raise him up and if he has committed any sin, he shall be forgiven him. That means that it is like in the, in, in the scriptures, sin and disease are so linked up. 
Sin and problem are so connected, you cannot leave the two, you cannot separate the two. That's why one of the first things that happen when this comforter comes to try to bless you is that he first tries to convict you of your sin. And there are many Christians walking about who refuse to acknowledge that they are sinning. There are many adulterers in the church who refuse. The Bible said the adulterous woman, she, she eats and then she wipes her mouth and she smiles and says, I've not done anything wrong. There are people in the church doing illegal business, corrupt business, evil things, and they will will never admit that they are doing anything wrong. Never. And that is the root of many of the diseases. One time Jesus was passing by in John chapter 9, I believe it was. They saw a certain man who was blind. And they asked him, who sinned? Is it he who sinned or his father who sinned? That is why this man was born blind. You see, in those times, they knew clearly that sin and disease were so connected. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand today that righteousness is the way forward. Amen. And if you live in sin, you are opening the door. Jesus said, the prince of this world is coming, but he hasn't got anything in me. When he comes to my doorstep, there will be no sin that will open the door for him to come. There will be no evil that will give him access to my life. The prince of this world is coming, and I know... He can't get me. He can't touch me. He cannot get me. It's like, you know, maybe the vetting committee is coming. Confiscated assets committee is coming. Uh, BNI is coming. Whatever, uh, uh, serious fraud, whatever kind of institution is coming against you. But you know, you have nothing evil. So they can't get you. You know it. They can investigate you, let you write, fill form, do everything for years. They will never get you because there's nothing evil that you are doing. Some of you are experiencing certain things. Number two, disease. Number one is disease. Number two, weakness. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 30, it says some people were taking communion and they were getting, the Bible says, many of you are weak and sick. Weakness in your life is due to sin. They were taking the communion and they they were not taking it seriously. And that had opened the door for weakness and for sickness and for death in their lives. Weakness comes into your business you are no longer a strong businessman you are no longer a strong husband you are no longer a strong wife you have no strength in your life no ability in your life because of sin and that is why the holy ghost wants to convict you that's why you should be in a church where the pastor will tell you the truth because when he tells you the truth and the holy ghost convicts you immediately that thing which opens the door to wickedness to evil is being taken away that door is being closed in your life and blessings are about to flow over you sometimes it's the sin of your fathers and sometimes it is the sin certain things that you have done i've come to see that sin is like a seed Sometimes it will take 10 years before you start to reap. I was looking at some people, some ladies, struggling in their marriages. Their husbands, leaving them, they were divorced. In fact, I think even divorced now. When you cast your mind back, remember when they were younger, they were sleeping with people's husbands left, right, and center. When they move out, they are moving with somebody's husband. When they move to the left, they are moving with somebody's just dedicated marriage spoilers 20 years later 20 years later they are reaping that same thing it brings weakness in everything that you are doing it's no longer stable instability comes but tonight I see every instability going out of your life 
weakness will no longer be part of your life after today. I see it bringing, another thing that sin brings is death. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians 11, that because of communion, people were not taking the thing seriously and they were not discerning the body. The Bible says some are weak, some are sick, and some are dead. Some are actually dead. That means that some Christians were dying in accidents. Some Christians were dying by sickness. Some Christians were dying by whatever means. They were just dying and the reason was that sin had opened a door. And so when the Holy Ghost comes, he's trying to close that door by convicting you of your sin so that you say, yes, it is true. I've done it. When you say, yes, I have, God covers you with his blood. But when you don't say, it is death, and you stand with your sin and you have to face God. Another thing that sickness bring, uh, sin brings is it brings curses. Bible says that when you don't bring the tithe into the house of the Lord, you are cursed. Malachi chapter 3. You see Joshua. The Bible says that Achan, he went and took of the cursed thing. He was cursed. Why was he cursed? Because he took something that he shouldn't have taken. He was stealing money. So curses. People are afraid of curses. Let me tell you, nobody can curse you and it will work unless you have opened the door of that curse to work in your life. It can never work. It cannot work. I'm not afraid. Nobody can curse me unless the Lord agrees that that curse will work. The Bible says, a curse causeless shall, shall not come. Don't be afraid of anybody in your hometown. From tonight, nobody in your hometown can do anything to you. Don't be afraid. Some people are afraid to go to their hometown so people will see that they are prospering. They feel that when they get there, you know, people will do them agbala. No juju, no curse, no power can affect you when you hide under the blood of Jesus Christ. There are people, people come to me and tell me, these people are cursing me, these people are cursing me. This one says he's taking me to go and do this, he's going to die. On the way they will die. They will bring their bodies back to come and bury them here. Does not just come. I said a curse does not just come. But when you have taken somebody's husband and she stands at the door of her house and she takes off her chest, her, her, her blouse, and she moves everything on the chest and stands bare chested and curses you and curses your children and curses your future, it can come, it can happen, it can easily happen, it can easily happen. Easily, you look happy today, but I just give you some years. Amen. Amen. Another thing that brings care, another thing that sin opens the door for is trouble. Trouble. <laughs> when you read Joshua, when Achan sinned, the Bible says that when they discovered and they found out that it was Achan, Joshua asked him, Why have you troubled us? The Lord will trouble you today. I said sin brings trouble into your life. It brings struggles. It brings harassment. It brings difficulties. Struggles and problems and troubles. Sin. But it will not happen to you from tonight. Because God is closing that door by the power of the Holy Ghost. How many are free from trouble? I said sin is the root of every evil thing. You see, and sometimes we, we just go through life, we don't know what we've done. One day I was there, God convicted me of certain things, certain things that I had said. I tell you, 
I was, I was ill and the Lord told me it was because of this and this and this that I said about so and so man of God. I was, very, I was very surprised and very sad. And he told me, because you see, the Holy Ghost is just as real as Jesus. He can tell you things. You see, sometimes you talk things that you shouldn't say. You speak about things you don't know about. You just know, you don't understand it. You just speak. So I, I said certain things. These days I'm very careful. And I was, I was just about to, there was a surgeon who was bringing a knife to come and cut me. And I said, Lord, I'm sorry, but it was too late. I see trouble going away from your life from tonight. You will not have trouble anymore because you are going to repent of every sin. Tonight is the night where you no longer say, I have not done anything wrong. When you know you have done something wrong. And maybe not for today. Maybe yesterday. Maybe you are a destroyer of homes. A destroyer of young girls. You see some young boys. You get what I mean? You have messed around so many, so many ladies. Maybe even you're older, not even a young boy. You have messed around people's lives. And now you come and sit in the house of the Lord, you know, smiling happily and nicely, whilst you have disappointed people and sent people to Pantan Hospital. You cannot be free of trouble unless the blood of Jesus comes to deliver you. Another thing that sin brings is demons. In Revelation chapter 18, the Bible says that Babylon has become the hold of demons, has become the hold of devils because of fornication. It's very, very clear. Very, very clear. So you must not be afraid of any evil spirit. You, you don't have to be afraid of going mad. You can't go mad. I say you can't go mad from tonight. I say from tonight you will not go mad because no evil power can come into your life unless you open the door. And the Holy Ghost is walking in this room tonight to close all the doors that are open here. I say he's closing all the doors that are open in your life. Fornication opens the door. Immorality. Sexual immorality. Taking off your clothes when you mustn't take off your clothes. Getting involved in things you mustn't get involved in. It opens the door. Pornography. Sexual misconduct. It opens the door. It opens the door. It opens the door. It opens the door to evil powers. To witchcraft powers. To evil spirits. To occultic powers. It opens the door for them. That's why when the Holy Ghost can see, the Holy Ghost is just comfort. When he sees the trouble, when he sees the demons, when he sees the sickness, when he sees the weakness, when he sees all the problems, the curses, and so on, he comes to try to solve all those things straight away. And he knows that at the root of all those things is the sin. And he comes straight to the sin. The Bible says when he comes, he will reprove the world of sin. Amen. How many are seeing yourself clean from tonight? under the blood of Jesus Christ how many have seen yourself clean from the sins of your fathers some of us our fathers were wicked and did evil things some of us we are, we are suffering from the sins of our nation and the fathers of our nation so our, our life is the way it is because of the way our nation's fathers are and have been another reason another thing that happens when sin comes in is replacement 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 and being overtaken in life when Saul sinned he was replaced by David 
I see you standing in your place firmly after tonight. Nobody will replace you from today. Even husbands and wives and leaders, you are replaced when you misbehave. I was standing at a, at a politician's house one day, and uh, we were there and just before we left. They asked us to pray. So one of the other pastors who was there prayed a prayer. And he prayed a prayer and he said that if this man who is standing here, who has the power to say what is right and do what is right, does not do what is right, may God divinely displace and replace him. I see every weak person standing strong in his place from tonight. You cannot be displaced anymore. I say you cannot be displaced anymore. It will not happen to you. I said it will not happen to you. One day I had a vision. I saw a pastor and myself. In fact, I was, I mean, this is not something I often say. I saw that the pastor was sitting in a chair like this and a big hand came and lifted the person out and then took me and put me at the person's place. Huh. It was not a small day. It was a divine replacement. I didn't know what it meant. It was just a replacement. And you see, uh, Ronald Bunker was going to write a book and God told him, look, will you write it? You are the sixth person I've asked to write this. If you write it, say, I move to the next person. When you don't do what God wants you to do, he will replace you with another person. When you sin and you go, there are people that should have been here. There are people that should have been at certain strategic positions and certain strategic places. They have been divinely replaced and displaced because of sin. There are people who should have been at the forefront of the leadership of the church in Ghana. Today they have been replaced by young boys. No one would displace you from tonight. Oh, I said no one would displace you from tonight. There are some people who should have been the beautiful wives of certain husbands. There are some people who should have been the nice husbands of certain beautiful young ladies. But because of sin, God closed the door so that you never met that man and you never met that woman. But tonight, if you will allow, say, Holy Ghost, just come. He will just convict you of every sin in your life. And the, the, the tragedy of replacement will pass away to somebody else. I said it will pass away to somebody else. Another thing that happens is bewitchment. Bewitchment. Another thing that happens is lack and poverty. Poverty comes through sin. When Gehazi, I said Gehazi, when Joab killed Abner in the Bible, in 2 Samuel, the Bible says that David came and stood there. That was his army commander. It was his right hand. He was the vice president. And David couldn't easily remove his vice president because of the constitution. So because of that, David stood there and he raised up his voice in a great curse. And he cursed Joah because Joah had killed an innocent man. People who commit abortion, you are opening the door of your life to curses. You are opening your life to barrenness. One of the common fruits of murder is that you yourself don't have life. You yourself cannot give life. One of the things that happens when you shed innocent blood 
is that you yourself, your blood will be shed. Because the Bible teaches us that blood will have blood. It is in the Bible. He that comes by the sword must also go by the sword. When young girls go to Kolebu and abort babies upon babies, when doctors fearlessly take the instrument for revenge and for vengeance, they never had a chance to sing in the house of God. They never had a chance to play in the presence of God. They never had a chance to stand in the household of the Lord and also lift up their hands. They never had a chance to preach as others are preaching. They never had a chance to go to school because they were murdered by wicked people who just rose up and shed their blood. Be careful. People who rise up and kill people innocently. Kumi Prako rights. And shed blood. It cannot be free. People who rise up and shed the blood of innocent people in wars. It will never, never be. David stood there and he cursed. He said that from today, let them never fail from the house of Joab. That means that in the family of Joab, always let them never fail one person that is weak and sick. Always. He said one that leaneth on a staff. One that lacketh bread. One that falleth upon a sword. One that is a leper. There must always be some type of trouble in this house. Somebody who doesn't have bread to eat. Why? Because of one man's sin. A curse of poverty entered into Joab's family. That's why when the Holy Ghost comes into your life, one of the first things he wants to do is to challenge, deal with every sin. Even as I'm standing here, I sense that God wants to deal with my own sin. But none of us is righteous. But if you say you have no sin, you deceive yourself. And the truth is not in you. He said, one that lacked bread. Another thing that happens with sin is tragedy, disaster. He said that, he cursed Joab. He said that one that falleth on the sword. That is, accidentally you fall on the sword and die. Hey! That you must accidentally always be dying. Suddenly. No one would die here suddenly in Jesus' name. I said nobody would die suddenly from this place in Jesus' name. You shall live to see the end of your days in the name of Jesus. I said you will live to see the end of your days in the name of Jesus. Because God's power is here. I, I feel his power in this place tonight. I said I feel his presence and his power. In this place upstairs i feel the power and the presence of the holy ghost all over there he's entering your life to extend your days to prolong your life some people should have died this month next month this year but god is extending your days i see god extending your life i see troubles going out of your life from tonight i see sickness disappearing when sickness is looking for you it will never find you I said it will never find you from tonight. Because sin is going out. How long will you continue in sin? Those of you who commit fornication every three months, how long will it continue? There has to come an end. I said there has to come an end. There has to come an end. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight the Holy Ghost is here. You see, and I want to say something that in the church, there are a few things that you must be careful about like lies. Many of us don't think lies are important. But remember that in Acts, the book of Acts, it was lies that God killed Ananias and Sapphira to send a clear message that sin is going to be dealt with. 
Sin brings death. Ananias and Sapphira were killed so that righteousness could be established and people will fear God. Because the blessings were coming, blessings were coming, and people think that they can do anything when blessings are coming. You can't live anyhow. You cannot. I say you cannot. I say you cannot. Lies and then stealing. They were also dealing with God's money. And this money again, this tithing. People don't tithe. I say you can never prosper unless you tithe. You cannot unless you take off the accursed thing and give it to the Lord. That first and the best thing of everything that you earn until it gets into your heart that you will not use one CD or one penny of that money. You can never rise up above the difficulty that is in your life because it's an accursed thing. Immorality is another common thing that is in the church. There are so many people, so many. So many young boys, young girls, you can live straight. You can be a virgin. I was a virgin when I got married. You can be a man and be a virgin. There's nothing wrong with that. You can be a lady and be a virgin. You don't have to live in sin. You don't have to commit adultery. You don't have to go, I'm married to my wife. I've not committed adultery before and I don't plan to commit adultery. You can be straight. You can be straight. I said, you can be straight. You can be straight. You can be straight. God will bless you when you are straight. The Bible said Jesus loved righteousness. That's why God has anointed him above his fellows. Tomorrow I'll be preaching, teaching you on righteousness for breakthrough. I said you can be straight. You can be a good pastor without stealing. You can be great without corruption. You can make it great in life without doing bad things. You can go forward and be great and mighty. Bible says that Job was a great man in he was a great man in the fires and he was a perfect man before God. He was great. You can be straight and make it in this life. I see people straightening their lives. I said I see you straightening your life from tonight. Every crooked thing in your life is being straightened by the power of the Holy Ghost. And that is the work of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. I've come to see. You cannot, you cannot have God your way. You can have God his way. I cannot have God in your way. God will have you in his way. You cannot say, I'm coming like this. When you go to the doctor's room, the doctor says, lie down. I say, no, no, I'll stand. I'll stand here. I say, no, no, sit here. He say, I'll sit here. No. When you go to somebody else, you can't say, I'll sit inside your room. Say, oh, sit here. What do you mean by you come inside? I, I, want to, I want to come. You are out of your mind. Sit here. This is where you are supposed to sit. You cannot go to somebody's house in your way. As the person leads you, then you also follow and you go as far as you can go. You have come to the house of God. And God is saying, this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. I will lead you and I will bless you. I will see you in five years' time prospering and great and mighty in this town in the name of Jesus Christ. In God's way. You see, there is no shortcut. That's why as I'm preaching, as I keep preaching about success and breakthrough, one of the things that I keep saying is that it's not, I'm not preaching you breakthrough and success for next week. I'm preaching it for your life. You are going to succeed in this life by all means. You will by all means make it in this life. But not in, in a week. If you make it in a week, you are most likely a thief. 
Amen. Most likely you are a thief. Or wager family or loto. But I see God blessing you and closing the door to the wickedness of the devil in your life tonight. Sicknesses are disappearing from your body as we are sitting here. Wickedness is dissolving from your life in the name of Jesus. Lift up your right hand and say, I am free from every sin, from every wickedness, from every trouble in my life. Tonight, I break away from every sin, every evil that is not for me. In Jesus' name, I will be straight. I will be honest from tonight. Holy Ghost, convict me. Come. Comforter. Comforter. Come to my life. Come to my life. Come into my heart. Convict me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I see people here, the Lord is telling me, remove that self-righteous mask from your face. There are people who quarrel and are so quarrelsome and they will never admit that they have done anything wrong. Never. Always somebody else is at fault. Always the thing is somebody's fault. Always it's somebody. It's somebody. It's somebody. What about you? And God is saying, let that thing go out of your mind today. Everybody here must open himself and say, Lord, here I am. Whatever it is, Lord, I'm ready to say today. I will no longer wipe my mouth and say I've not done anything. Today I'm ready to be honest. Not only before God, but before man. Bitterness. Quarrels. 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 Continuous. I do not have people that I'm quarreling with. Even people who are my enemies, when I see them, they know that they can, I can smile with them and I smile with them. Even people who have tried to kill me in this area, when they see me, I'll smile at them and I'll laugh and I'll win. People sit in my car and they say, you have a heart for these people. People have tried to kill me and I've bent my office, but I still love them. But there are people who can never forgive Never forget. Never release. You cannot be blessed unless you allow the Holy Ghost to take that thing away from you. I see people being delivered from bitterness tonight. You are delivered from unforgiveness. Lift up your right hand to the Lord. And just ask the Lord to convict you. Ask the Lord to convict you. Ask the Lord to convict you. Some of you must even go back 20 years. Some of you must go back 3 years. Some of you must go back to the beginning. Some of you must go back to a certain time. Because the Holy Ghost is working. He's here tonight to deliver you. To save you. To bless you. To answer your prayer. Oh, to heal you. That next 3 years you will not be reaping something that you have sown. God is delivering you tonight. God is trying to close the door. God has come as the comforter to set your pocket free, to set your finances free, 
in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Mount Tolobo stand to your feet everybody stand to your feet stand to your feet stand to your feet and I want us to just spend some time in prayer spend some time in prayer I want everybody to just close your eyes forget about the person you came with this is not a time to talk to anybody or look at anybody close your eyes and just speak to God in a time of prayer and God is just doing wonderful things here God is looking at our hearts there were two men one said I've done nothing wrong one said I've done something wrong God is looking for the heart which is ready that's why when Jesus said to a man your sins are forgiven people were doubting the next thing he said was that rise up and take up your bed and walk because the two have the same roots it's the same thing it's the same problem oh hallelujah I see God doing miracles here this evening thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus I don't want any movement at all any movement at all please in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you Lord Jesus thank you Holy Spirit God is convicting us tonight of every sin and wickedness and mistake that we have made Jesus 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 as the Lord Bible says set your heart even for things that you should have done disobedience God has sent you and you have not obeyed God has told you to do certain things you have not done them Bible said to him that knows to do and doeth it not to him it is sin perhaps God has given you instructions and you know tonight you want to say Lord thank you Lord Jesus 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 you cannot have complete success in your life if there is sin and confess you must come for tonight God is convicting you his main problem is to convince you that you are not righteous and that you need the sins to be forgiven oh Jesus Jesus speak to the Lord I want everybody to open your mouth don't be in a hurry to sing a song just open your mouth and cry to the Lord cry to the Lord it's a time for individual blessings and breakthrough it's not a collective thing it's between you and your God Jesus Jesus Jesus.
Jesus, 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 Jesus. Mandolo buka para la mamandere memendere. Ze para la mazupana dali memendere. Yakabalanda bala. Forgive us as a church, O God. Oh, forgive us as a nation, Lord. Mata kotolo mundara la mamandere bebeke marinela. In your destiny, in your marriage, in everything that concerns you. God is moving tonight. Man toka parala mama zindele meke barandala mama. Jesus, Jesus, Lord, Jesus, Jesus, Lord to me. Breaking through on your life. Come on, everybody sing it. Jesus, Jesus, Lord to me. Jesus, Trouble is going out of your life today. Trouble is dying in your life. us 
The Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. The Lord's ears are not blocked that he cannot hear. But your sins have separated between you and your God. Tonight I see every separation being taken away. And I see the Holy Ghost entering into your life. He's entering into that trouble area. He's entering into that problem. He's entering into that part of your body that is not working normally. He's entering into that sickness. He's entering into that curse. He's coming where the power of witchcraft has had its free reign. I see the Holy Ghost walking in right now. Every barrenness is taken away. Every sin is forgiven by the blood of the Lamb of God. Lift up your hands. In the oh your heart, even things that you don't know about. Everybody just ask the Lord to forgive you right now. And as you do that, sicknesses will begin to be healed. Troubles are going to disappear. Victimization of your life is going to go away. Enchantments are going to disappear. Power of wickedness will die in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I see it happening right now. Repent in Jesus' name and be healed. Repent and be saved. Repent and be saved. Repent and be healed. Repent and be promoted tonight. I see promotion coming into your life. Trouble disappearing. Struggles are going. In the name of Jesus. 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 And now, any problem that you have, I want you to place your hand there. If you are not well in your body, put your hand there. Somebody is being healed in your breast. A lump is dissolving now. Just take it wherever you are. Any sickness whatsoever, even if they have prayed for you hundred times, we are praying again tonight. Tonight is the day that that thing will bow in the name of Jesus. Every barren woman here, every woman that has not given sack to a baby, tonight you are receiving it where you are standing right now. Just receive it. Every person that longs for a child, today your longing is over. Nine months from tonight, nine months from today, you will have a baby in your hand. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every sickness that requires operation, the operation is cancelled from tonight in the name of Jesus. Every wickedness of the devil in your life, frustration, depression, confusion, it bows in Jesus' name. Every confusion in your home, every disturbance in your marriage, we curse it in the name of Jesus Christ. Every sickness in your stomach and your back, we command it to die in Jesus' name. Every person who cannot hear, place your hand on your ears. Every, every partial deafness is being healed today. Every eye condition is being healed right now. Somebody is being healed in the head. Severe headaches are going right now. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. Somebody who cannot be married after so many years, the spell is broken tonight in the name of Jesus. 
I see you married from tonight. I see you married right now. I see the enchantment and the charm of the devil and the spell broken tonight in Jesus' name. See yourself. Enjoying your breakthrough. Enjoying the answer. Some people are feeling like a warm, some heat passing through your body. That's the power of God. The Bible said that which we can touch, that which we have handled, that which we have heard, that which we have seen. Some of you are feeling even the thing getting worse, but that's the power of God working upon your life. Some people have noticed that something is happening to your body. Just receive it. For I have touched the hem of his garment and I felt within myself that I was healed of this plague. And I knew within myself that I was healed. Receive your healing. For he's your healer right now. Everywhere. There is nobody going out of this place without a miracle today. Everybody here is taking a miracle home with you tonight. Everybody here is receiving something from God. Wherever you stand. Anointing to break through in the ministry. Anointing to succeed. Anointing to go forward. Anointing to go ahead. Anointing to marry. Anointing to build houses. Anointing to succeed. Anointing to overcome diseases. Anointing to overcome. To prevail. To succeed. To stand. To overcome sin. It is yours from tonight. It is yours from tonight. Receive it. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, lift up your hand and thank him. Everybody, God has touched you tonight. Thank him right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. As we just thank him, people are still being healed. As we say, thank you, Jesus. As we say, hallelujah to the Lord. You are still being healed. Some of you will notice something has happened in your body. Somebody with a menstrual gynecological problem. Receive your healing now in Jesus' name. People that cannot have regular period, receive that regular period now in Jesus' name. People that cannot conceive, begin to conceive from tonight in Jesus' name. People that have no sperm, begin to have sperm from tonight. I command creative miracles. I cause the sperm to be created in the name of Jesus. I command every wicked knee, every dominion, witchcraft, spell, powers of darkness, evil occultic forces to give way right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want everybody to be still, be calm, be quiet before the Lord. God is touching lives here. I sense very, very strongly something is happening. Something is happening. Something is happening. Something is happening. Something is happening here. Something is happening. Witches cannot stay in the presence of the Lord. Powers of wickedness cannot be here because of the presence of God Almighty, Holy Ghost, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sin is going out. Somebody is receiving the power to stop fornicating. There is a young man here. God is giving you the power to stop it from now. Just place your hand on your chest and take that miracle power to receive you are not going to live in that thing anymore from today it's over it's over it's over it's over somebody's healed in your breast examine yourself maybe in your leg in your arm i sense the sweet presence of the holy spirit everywhere 
some people have been condemned to death by the doctor but you will not die in jesus name sickle cell patient you will live and you will not die the doctors may say this but let every man be a liar and let god be true in jesus name let god be true i see god counseling operations tonight i see god healing you just place your hand there i see god is still doing something god is working on your finances somebody need a miracle in your finances your business just place your hand on your pocket god is touching you there thank you lord jesus just stay in the presence of the lord just stay in the presence of the lord thank you holy spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus the holy ghost is moving he's walking up and down pass me not oh gentle savior he's walking here he's walking here through the crowd he sees you as an individual you are not a crowd it's you that he sees it's you that he's looking at it's you that he sees up there he sees you you are the one he's looking at you are the one he's looking at thank you thank you it is your situation your situation that he sees your situation that he sees your situation that he sees just thank him thank him thank him thank him hallelujah Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Na sakabara shabala Thank you, Jesus. I would like to tell you what I think of Jesus. I have found in him a friend so kind and true. I would love to tell you how he changed my life completely. He has done so very much for me. I would like to tell you how I found my Jesus. I have found in him a friend so strong and true. I would like to tell you how he healed me so completely he has done what nobody else could ever do to me no one ever cares for you like jesus there's no other friend so kind No one else could take the 
that sin and darkness from your life. Oh, how much he cares for you. In Jesus' name, I speak to asthma to die in Jesus' name. I speak to sickle cell disease. I correct every blood cell in Jesus' name. I speak to every hypertension situation. I speak to that leg which is not straight. I command it to be straight now. Every pain, I command it to disappear. Ulcer, asthma, uh, every tumor, every lump, every operation, I cancel it by the name and the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your healing. Thank you, Jesus. Now, as we stand in the presence of the Lord, maybe you sense that God has healed you. If you feel that you are healed in your body, you sense that something has happened to you, a breakthrough, a miracle of some sort. As everybody standing, please. Can we all be on our feet, please, at this time? No one ever cares for you like Jesus cares for you tonight. There is no one like him. Every head bowed, every eye closed in the presence of the Lord. Everyone standing, please. Every head, including those outside. Just close your eyes in the presence of the Lord. Don't be in a hurry. Today is not Sunday. Today we are just in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Wait on the day that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Maybe you came in tonight and you sense that something has happened to you. You are healed of something. Maybe you felt something within your body. Maybe a heat or warm or you felt Jesus touching you. Maybe you said that you are healed. That thing that you came with is no longer there. Maybe there was a pain. Maybe there was something and it's gone. Thank Jesus for that. If you are here and you feel that God has touched you, has healed you, just lift up your right hand wherever you are. I just want to see your hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. Just lift it up high. I see so many hands. Lift it up high. You can sense, I mean really, physically, right now, you can see that there is something something has happened to you maybe it's a disease that you have to go home and check but you can sense within yourself anyway that something has happened to you i've seen even cancer victims standing and say i felt something has happened and when they went back they went to check and lo and behold god had touched them really like the woman with the issue of blood, the bible said she said if she said, I, I knew within myself that I was healed of that plague. Just lift up your hand. If God has touched you tonight, God bless you. All those whom God has healed, we want, I want you to testify. And I want to pray for you specially as well. Amen. So I want you to come to the right-hand side of the stage here and to the left-hand side of the stage. Just come from upstairs. I see so many hands upstairs. Just come all the way. She does not even remember on which side she had the pain. I mean, you, she can do everything do and she does. Ten, ten. 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 You don't know where, you can't even remember where the pain was, but it was there. It was there. And you couldn't, it was there and it's gone. Ten. Swing like that. Swing to the Lord. Swing to the Lord. Swing to the Lord. Swing to the Lord. Come on, give the Lord a mighty clap.
today I see you with the heart's desire that you have from the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ receive the blessing of the Lord right now breakthrough 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 in Jesus name come on give the Lord a mighty clap of hallelujah hallelujah Bishop this uh, daddy here has had asthma for more than 20 years and he said when he came in here, he was choking. He couldn't breathe well. He was choking. He was choking. He couldn't breathe well. I don't know. I don't know. It's all right. You cannot breathe. Uh, but all right. When you came, what happened? The Come, they can't see you upstairs. Come. Check them so that they, we know exactly what they couldn't do and what's happening now. You couldn't there breathe. Was, there Come on. Yes. Yes. But now, can you breathe? No. All right. You are all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a mighty clap. Father, let your blessing be permanent. Amen. Bless you. Take our daddy home. Amen. God has touched him. Quickly. Kojo. What do you have? This young lady has been having chest pain, bilateral chest pain, both here and there. That makes it very difficult to breathe. If I whenever she breathes deeply, then she has the pain and when she was coughing. And the but pain is gone. Vanished. What could it have been? Could you, uh, Dr. Lindsay? She could not breathe in deep she without the pain coming deep. on. How deep couldn't you? Can you no, I can't. I, it will be selfish. I, I can't breathe deeply. But you can breathe how deep? Like this. Point. But you can't go. <gasps> no, I can't do that. But today you can do it. Do it, Alessi. Oh, Jesus. Ah. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a clap of praise. Bishop, this man is a sickler SS. Sickle cell disease SS. SS. And he's been having this pain in this since the rain started. He's been having pain in the left leg for a long time. But this evening, when you were praying, something just crept down and the pain is just vanished. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. My brother, I see God extending your life. How old are you? 30 years old. Lift up your hand. Your days are prolonged from today in Jesus' name. You shall live out your life and give glory to God. I cast every spirit of the enemy to kill you before your time. In Jesus' name, live! Live, be healed, be strong, be delivered in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a mighty clap of Hallelujah. What, what did you feel? What did you feel? What did you feel? Okay, actually, if the weather become cold. Yeah. But what happened tonight? Tonight, as I was coming, I was feeling the pains. And when we pray. In my waist and my foot leg. But as we started praying, I just felt that something just walked out from my leg. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a clap of him. Bless you. Hallelujah. Just give me the very best ones. This young man has had persistent headaches for three years. And it was so bad that he had he had um, he was supposed to have an operation at a particular time. 
But when they were asked to sign the consent form, because they said there was a possibility of him dying in surgery, he didn't go. They were going to operate on him. On his head. So that he may die. That he might die. And he was afraid to sign the consent form. So they didn't have the surgery. But the headaches have continued to come. But tonight, the headaches have gone. The pain is completely gone. Hallelujah. No more oppression in Jesus' name. I said no more oppression in Jesus' name. Tonight, as I was praying, I said, God is canceling some operations. Hallelujah. Father, thank you that this man will live and not die. We declare it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Three more, and then we close. Hallelujah. Bishop, this lady has been having pain in the left ear for the past one year. In the ear? In the ear. Left ear. Come. You had what? Pain in the ear. Which ear? My left, my left ear. Really? Yes. And what, Doctor Bob? Are you here? Ear specialist. Yes. She has even been to the ENT clinic. Doctor Robert Mensah, please. I, I want, I have gone to the hospital ENT last year, November. Did you meet this doctor there? No. He's at the ENT department. <laughs> and what happened? And he said I should go and do X-ray. X-ray. And, and when the pain was there. The pain was there. And the what happened to that? to this uh, convention, it was so pain in me. Volume. Yes. But when they were, uh, were, they praying. were praying, I said that I, I hear that I, I see that the pain has gone. The pain has gone. Yes. Could you hear before? Yes. Was it affecting your hearing? Yes. You couldn't hear properly. Yes. But can you hear better yes, now? Yes. Now I can hear. Now you can hear. Yes, Pastor. Close the. Where was the good one? Which one was good? This one. This, this one was good. All right, help me. So, you can hear? Could you hear before? Yes. You could no, hear? I cannot hear. At first, you cannot hear. Yes. Doctor, come and test it. She said she couldn't hear in the ear. So, when I clap one... Oh, I need somebody to help me. Where are they? When I clap one, then you also clap one. All right? So, if I clap one... Have you blocked the ear? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. You said that year you couldn't hear properly. Wait. Somebody is interrupting. Somebody is clapping. Hey, wait. Come on, give a little money. Thank you for perfect healing in Jesus' name. Amen. God is opening ears tonight. Give the Lord a mighty clap of Hallelujah. Bless you. Bishop, this man has had a double miracle tonight. You see, um, wait, you see, listen to me. When you hear that somebody couldn't hear, you get what I'm saying? Sometimes when the thing is happening in front of you, like, you may think that, ah, this one, when I read it in a book, it's different. But this, that is it. The person said, I couldn't hear. In the year, the pain was there, and she has even been to the ENT, and that's ENT uh, specialist right there. And the Lord has opened the year. Come on, give the Lord a mighty shout of victory. Hallelujah. Okay, what happened? Come. He has had a spirit of heaviness for one month now because of some things he did in the past. And heaviness? As he yes. Really? 
Where do you go to church? Lighthouse. Lighthouse. All Tema. right. Tema. Yes. Powerful. And what happened to you today? As, as you were praying, I, Come. Felt, I felt some heaviness lifted up. Go in. Yeah. Ah. The spirit of heaviness. Have you read it in the Bible? What is he going to give you in place of the spirit of heaviness? Garment of praise. And what else happened to you? Also, I also had an accident about a year now. So I couldn't turn my neck this way. Like you couldn't looking. turn your neck? Yeah. Are you sure? I could turn halfway. When I go this way, I feel pains. But even when I was coming down, I wasn't sure whether the pain was gone. But when I was standing here, I just decided to look back. And I just came and I was praying. Oh! Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on! Charlie? Father, thank you for your healing power in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. What Bishop, is this man has lost sensation over the chin for five months now. Lost what? Sensation. Chale, now the thing is becoming complex. Come. You say he has lost what? Sensation. What does it mean when you lose sensation? A nerve has a peripheral neuropathy. Uh, it means what? It means that what? He cannot feel touch or anything. He cannot feel anything. Yeah. And what happened? Why, why did it happen? And tonight, he just realized for the first time that he felt the sensation. When he touched, he could feel it. And I tested. And he could feel it, truly. Test. You said he couldn't feel. Yes. All this place, the numb. feeling was gone. It was numb. For how long? Five months, Five since months December. Now. And what happened tonight? I can't just tell. It's just a surprise to me. It's a what? A surprise. It's a what? A surprise. It's a what? I said God is surprising you tonight. Come on, stand to your feet, everybody. Come on. Daddy, daddy, hold on. Daddy, daddy, hold on. Sugar, daddy. Sugar, daddy. surprise you in your life after today I say you will have surprises in your life after this time but you can feel they tested it doctor you tested it and he can feel it father thank you for your miracle touch in Jesus name amen bless your heart what's your name Alexander. may God give you many more surprises from today I say may he surprise when they are looking for Blessed people, may they find you from today. When they are looking for people that have been promoted, may they find you from today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Bishop, this young man wants to testify of something that God has done for him. Today you prayed specifically for sick legs. And as you prayed, he just felt within himself that he was delivered. Mm. And he wants to testify to the glory of God. You felt that you were healed. Yeah. You are SS. I'm SS. How old are you? I'm 22. 22. Yeah. And you just felt that you were healed. Yeah. I, I was having a pain in my left hand from from <laughs> job and, and, I, and I came here. But as you you were you, you were praying, there was the, the store was the, the, the thing was stopped. Yes. So so okay. you saw something like uh, we may not find our healing unless we we go home. 
and examine ourselves. Yes. Uh, 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 that, that, uh. So you so, examine so, yourself. So, so, so I take him in front, and suddenly the, the pain is gone. The pain is gone. Yeah. Move your hand, let's see. Do you feel the pain? Are you sure? Yeah. You know, sicklers have a lot of pains. Have you seen a sickler in the hospital before? You, you, it's not a simple thing. Anybody who has been to hospital, see a sickler, when a sickler says he's having a pain, and the man says that the pain has gone. What's your name? What's your name? Are you a Christian? I'm Frederick Nickway. Are you a Christian? Yeah. And you say the pain is gone. Yeah. God has healed you. Yeah, Who I healed do. you tonight? God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you for your healing power. Amen. Bless you. Come on, give the Lord a clap of it. Bidia, are we finishing? One more. This young man is a footballer. Footballer. And for some time now, he's had difficulty in breathing and so much pain that he couldn't go for training. But today, he has been healed and he feels strong. Which team do you play for? I played Cornerstones in 1986. Cornerstone. Hey. And I played for Accra as a folk under 20. Ah. In, the, in 1990, around 1990. And I, play, I, I played uh, in the football league for some time too, about two, three years. But I'm now a floating player now. You are now what? A floating player. Floating? <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that. God is healing footballers tonight. And I'm feeling free now. You are feeling free. Uh, as we are, we, are, we are praying to see that everything is all right. Everything now. is yeah. all right. Father, thank you. In Jesus' name. Stabilize this young man. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Bishop, God is healing people. This man has had a bad breath. Halitosis for the past two years. Halitosis? Yes, for the past two years. And as we're praying, the bad breath just, I mean, has come down significantly. And now his breath has markedly improved. What was your problem? Okay, my problem was. Hmm. Do you understand when we say halitosis? Huh? All right. Bad breath, bad breath. That, that thing, uh, what were they selling on television? Accidents. Accidents. Today, a divine Holy Ghost accident has entered his mouth and has healed him. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Let me just pray for the rest of you, please. We don't have time. We want to close. We will continue tomorrow. The rest of you, just stand, lift up your right hand, lift up your hands to the Lord. And everybody else, stand to your feet. We are just closing. Father, our ashes be behind them, please. Father, thank you for your total perfect healing. Perfect healing. Perfect healing. Perfect healing. Perfect deliverance and healing. Perfect healing. Forgiveness and mercy. Perfect healing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Go back to your seat. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, Maybe somebody invited you here today, but in your heart, you know that you are not a born-again Christian. I want to pray for you. Amen. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Maybe somebody invited you, but deep down in your heart, you know that if you die today or tomorrow, you don't know whether you'll go to heaven or hell. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my heart to God today. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand, and I want to pray with you. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. 
Maybe somebody invited you, but in your heart you know you don't know God. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to God today. All those who have lifted your hands, come to me. Come from outside. Come. If you lifted up your hand, come. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. God bless you. Come on, put your hands together for them. Are those coming from upstairs? Quickly, please. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. There is still room Shall we pray? Father, those of you in front, say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I give my life, my heart, my everything to you. Lord Jesus, please forgive me for all my sins. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. From today, I will serve you. So help me God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for them. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.